0: This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to YouTube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, Comic Book Reading fans. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Welcome to Off the Rack, a live streamed comic book review show here on Comic Pop Returns, our supplemental live stream mostly channel, where we take the books from the past week and we recap them, review them for your benefit and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up because we love comics and we also love the industry and we want to see it succeed. And so we're uh, giving you, little bit of a taste of uh, the, the inside track on how uh, what's going on in the world of comics. We're also uh, contractually obligated by society to talk about Marvel and DC films, and Hawkeye is a show. We're going to give you our thoughts at the end of the show. Uh, after all the comics are concerned, we're going to get into the first two episodes of Hawkeye. We're not going to do an episode recap. We're just going to give you our initial impressions, and then we'll get into it more as the show progresses. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot of things to cover. Hopefully, all of you, if you live in the continental united states well actually the united states in general uh you had a great thanksgiving i know we did
1: yeah we did both of them
0: we sure did That's yeah right. both of them we had two thanksgivings baby and we hosted both of them and we made two different turkeys uh both of them were delicious
1: yes yeah, so I, I do think the second one
0: was it was bad. better it was easily better because i had some of the first turkey today and it was not as good
1: did you have any of the other turkey no i did not do we have any of it probably you do a taste by taste comparison I, we could
0: do that but i'm not going to but yeah so uh here we are it's post thanksgiving it's
1: the end of november and that means it's the end of baseball cap season Uh, and the start of me struggling to put snow hats on
0: yay these are in baby that's it's beanie baby season
1: it's not gonna just keep going without me who is the show sponsored by the sponsor is is you
0: no it's not well unless you want to start but uh ladies and gentlemen you are the sponsor of today's episode we're gonna leave that uh, that burden up to you if you want to help us out you can use super chats if you have some question or comment, we'll and we'll read it here on the show and integrate you into the show forever uh, by the way if you also want to help us out and you don't want to spend money that's totally cool and totally understandable and uh, the only the best way to do that is to subscribe subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop subscribe to us here on comic pop returns and check us out over on uh, our shorts channel comic pop shorts where a bunch of shorts are shorted it's shorts
1: tiny pants are happening over That's there That's right
0: just non-stop shorts just little uh, shorts here's an example by the way of a sponsor brian rollins says uh, i'm intrigued by a-hole t'challa in black panther one hope you both had a great thanksgiving i have no idea what you're referring to man i assume there must be a new black panther book it completely slipped under my radar i have no idea but uh, i'm looking forward to learning more about about a-hole t'challa we'll see how it goes but thank you very much uh, alex sanchez says hey y'all did any of you read robin and batman uh, that's the uh, Dustin Nguyen book. Uh, we purchased it. I don't think we ever got a chance to actually read it, but uh, I did read excerpts from it online. That? It should be like, it's around. It's like over there.
1: was well, it doing over there? That's not helping anybody.
0: Well, it was here when we were doing that's the true. show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, uh, we, we have not read it, but it looks great. So yeah, let's jump into some books. Um, I, I don't have too many. If you, if you want to be surprised by that uh i don't have too many at all but uh, i did read dc versus vampires number two uh because oh, you
1: did? i didn't even know that you grabbed it i oh, sure did oh i grabbed did. it i
0: grabbed that gem ladies and gentlemen dc
1: Wait,
0: gem? yeah uh it's uh written of course by james town of the fourth and matthew rosenberg with art by otto schmidt dc versus vampires yep I enjoyed this issue. I had a really good time. The art's fantastic. The story is engaging. And uh, the characters are, as usual, uh, pretty, pretty spot on in this kind of like Tom Taylor-esque universe. Uh, but I, I actually was surprised to remem- to remind myself that Tynan and Rosenberg uh, wrote this one. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Green Lantern seems to be the main antagonist of the series. Uh, we meet the Bat family in this universe. It's very reminiscent of the usual bat family mm-hmm. uh, batman calls them all together in the sunroom during the day right because he knows that there are vampires running amok right uh green lantern is uh, summoned by his dark vampire lord who basically says you screwed up somebody knows that there's vampires and that there's going to be a big vampire war uh so you better deal with it and so Hal's like okay i'm all in alfred pours every single member of the bat family a conspicuous tea and that they must drink their tea before the meeting can get underway.
1: Tea?
0: I thought it was going to be garlic tea as well. It's not.
1: Oh. Is it holy water? It is
0: holy water. <laughs> the big reveal, of course, is that Batman...
1: Well, you never know. Because you never know if they're going to use the like religious implications of vampires. That doesn't always go hand-in-hand yeah. hand anymore. So it's like, I don't know. Well, I assume
0: it's a red herring because there's a whole sequence where Batman basically reiterates the plot to the entire Bat family cool. over a span of like many pages. Um and then, ultimately, it's revealed that, like, all of their tea has been spiked with holy water. Uh, after everybody leaves, Alfred's like, I didn't have the tea. And Batman's like, that's okay. I, ble- I had holy water put into the, like, water filtration system. Like, when you had your morning bath yesterday, you would have burst into flames. Um, he also wanted to mention to his Bat family that uh, the, the gloves are off. And he, like, brings them into the cave. And unloads like a new trove of bat weapons, which are basically just murdering weapons.
1: Is there a bat lift?
0: I'm sure uh, if you look through here. <laughs>
1: there is not. I don't see one immediately.
0: Well, I'm sure that someone will, bro- will-, will-, will put it all together. But uh, I-, I love this because they're basically just like, uh, so we're going to catch these vampires or, or we're going to catch them and kill them. And Batman's like, you can't kill what's already dead.
1: So it's I, totally cool it's, to use it's guns. It's totally
0: okay. Well, to use swords and weapons and
1: like. There was you a know. tiny crossbow
0: gun. There was, yeah. That's that's a crossbow. <laughs> uh, Hal calls Barry and murders him because uh, he desperately wanted Barry to like rule the world with him. But his dark vampiric master basically said if Barry is turned, he will drink the world in a matter of seconds and it'll be, all be over. Oh, so you have to kill him. Oh,
1: that's okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. What he doesn't know and what hasn't been addressed yet is that there are about 29 flashes left after Barry. Maybe not in this. Maybe. Maybe. But this book is like, it, it's taking like painstaking effort to show you this is basically the main DC universe, but people can die. It's very reminiscent of uh of deceased. Yeah. Basically. Uh, otherwise, fun book. Uh, good art. Uh, no tension, but I did enjoy it nonetheless. And I'm interested to see like this confrontation between a sadistic Hal Jordan who just loves being a douchey vampire and Batman being like, It's my responsibility to kill the vampires. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, Yep, that sounds good to me. That's what I'm signed up for. Let's do it.
1: Well, now I just want a Blade Batman crossover.
0: Yeah, but we're never gonna get there. I don't know. Even still, it's pretty dope. So I highly recommend it. Okay. Uh, King's Sport Cal. I want to hear more about this X-Men Kings 97. King's Port
1: Cal. King's
0: Port Cal. Says, so mm-hmm. I want to hear more about this X-Men 97 thing. I loved X in the 90s, and y'all's Hawks and Pox really got me up to date. When's Tiffany going to do Docs? Love my siblings. Um, I Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, as far as Docs is concerned, Docs is less comprehensive than Hawks or Pox. Uh, so I doubt we're going to be doing like a full-on back issues on docs the closest thing you can get is ten of swords which if you didn't watch you must and if ladies and gentlemen you haven't already checked it out go to youtube.com slash pop and follow us over there and uh check out every episode of back issues tiffany has uh, some fantastic episodes that aren't just x related but in this particular case she did uh, she and i co-hosted house of x and powers of 10 uh, as one episode and she did uh, full on duty for uh, the Ten of Swords event, which if you didn't read, which probably you didn't, uh, you, you you'll it. enjoy.
1: I get it. It's it's a good time though. Yeah, yeah. If Superman gets bit, how does that work? I don't know because his, he's fueled by the sun.
0: Right. It'd be cool if he like got bit, flew into the sun, and burned it out of himself. Odds are he'd just die. Probably, especially since it's like magic versus the sun. You know he's powered by the sun, but he's weak to magic, so it would be interesting to see. Right. Here's the thing: no matter what, we're going to see Superman become a vampire.
1: But that doesn't. Ha- I mean, I guess he could. Maybe. I mean, does that work? So far, everybody who's become one is a human.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's
1: Kryptonian. Yeah.
0: Nobody thinks about that. I do. Would you want to do a Hellfire Gala episode of back issues? We could do that. That'd be fun. Nobody read that one.
1: We could do that. We could. We could make everybody dress up for that.
0: Mm, that'd be very interesting
1: costuming that's the way to get me to want to host something
0: <laughs> uh x-men number five came hey, out you just want
1: to run through yours you don't want to do a little back and forth here i think we should but a you little... weren't you
0: you weren't you didn't uh rise to the occasion
1: i'm, I'm here for it let's Y'all... do it
0: all right jump in
1: um i read reptilian ah
0: now, for those who are not familiar, what, what are you talking about?
1: I'm talking about Batman Reptilian. Number six. By number six by Garth Ennis. And, and Liam, Liam Sharp. Sharp.
0: This is the final chapter.
1: That's it. It's over. There's no
0: more Batman Reptilian after this. Theoretically.
1: I I don't know about this one. <laughs> I think I'm going to need a, a a reread on this one to really get my thoughts together on it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um... Yeah, this one felt like it was like, you know, Batman, you ever read the first issue and like Batman wasn't too bad? Right? Yeah, no, no. By the end of it, it is full on what Garth Ennis thinks about Batman. So, OK,
0: he's just an asshole clown.
1: Yeah. And there's like a little thing at the end of it that's like, there's the original outline that was pitched like when it was like for Steve Dillon, who was supposed to draw it. Um, and, But I'm like, no explanation of like why suddenly they opened the drawer up and was like,
0: let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess.
1: Which it it turns out Ennis hates doing outlines cuz like they never end up the way he wants them. Interesting. To be. How does or, he like, do them? Well, he he'll write them if he's forced to, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to do it cuz he's like it's never going to end up like my my story won't be the outline, it'll no. be something else.
0: <laughs> and I'm Garth Ennis, so it's not like they're going to be like, "Oh, this isn't like the outline, you're fired."
1: Yeah. So, it it came to an end and
0: And what an end.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I I I mm.
0: mm. mm no uh, no further um in uh, insight into why he did this
1: uh i'm gonna have to really reach for that one maybe he's done i don't know i'll, I'll reach out to him see if i can get him now, yeah um but yeah i read it and i'm glad to have read it and like i said i think i have to reread it but i i can't definitively say like yay or nay to it mm-hmm. but like it's something, man. Yeah, it is something, and it is one hundred percent whatever it's trying to be. It's being a hundred percent.
0: If uh, since you're familiar with Steve Dillon's work before, you've I'm sh- you've read Preacher, uh-huh. uh, you've read some of Punisher Max, uh, you've seen his work. Do you prefer Liam Sharp's work or do you want to see what Steve Dillon would have done with this? There
1: are definitely some moments throughout Reptilian where it was like Liam Sharp was clearly the best choice for this. Um, like because it's like a blend of like what I know from Sharp, but also a little bit of, of like
0: Dave McKeon or yeah, Dave Kean, I should yeah,
1: say. yeah, yeah, and and um Kelly Jones, yeah, here and there for sure. Um, but I think I would really have loved to see what Steve Dillon would have done with not only the like human characters of this book, but like the more monstrous characters in this book. Cause I, I think that could have been really fun. Yeah. Um, and for a book that has like, there's action in it, but it's not too, too much. Like, no, I don't know. I, I, I would have really, really enjoyed seeing what Steve Dillon did with this work. Mm. Um, And it's unfortunate that we we'll can't never peer get to... into a universe where it, it was done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But still.
1: So I did it folks. <laughs> you read all of Batman. I read reptilian. all of Batman reptilian. I'm not, I'm not, I don't regret it. <laughs>
0: Too much. Too much. Cat lawyer will defend for treats. DC versus (laughs) vampires is DC Among Us, and I love it. Batgirl was sus for some reason, but that shoe never dropped, Mm -hmm. and I kept feeling paranoid. Really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, big time. We'll try and vote her out into space. That's what happens in Among Us. Ah, I
0: see. Yes, that's right. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing who in the Bat Family has been turned. I, I have no idea. I feel like, you know, probably all of them, but we'll see.
1: Spoilers! It's Batman. He's are yeah, right. Keeping it together until he can kill the head vampire. There and we not go. Not be a vampire anymore.
0: Yeah. Young Goku over nine thousand. Apparently, Diamond shipped stuff out late, so I got no X-Men. But that means double the X-Men this week. Yeah, Diamond really has been screwing up big time lately, uh, especially when it comes to shipping, uh, which is kind of like the only thing they do. So it's kind of weird that they uh, have such an issue with it. But hmm. yeah, uh, it's it's a shame. Uh, but I'm but I'm glad you're getting it this week, and then at least you get to you get to read two X-Men books for the price of one.
1: To answer the question of which am snacking on? Yeah, please. Sour cream and onion Pringles. They're great. In a little container.
0: Mm-hmm. Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. I do love them. Who doesn't love Pringles? I do love them. And I'd love them even more if they wanted to sponsor the show. Why not? Why not? So X-Men. Uh Jerry Duggan and uh Pina or Pina. Yeah. So this continues the X-Men uh whatever you know the x-men series from duggan where like every issue they deal with another like power player of the marvel universe yes and uh, and showcase the team dynamics usually there's like one kind of standout character
1: mm-hmm.
0: who uh you know is, is is kind of justified or at
1: the forefront <laughs> or at the
0: forefront in this case it's polaris yeah which is a good idea because like as much as i uh have read the x-men over the last 20 years I'm not really the world's biggest Polaris fan, nor do I know much about her at all. So to give her an entire issue was a really smart idea to introduce each and every character and be like, here's who they're all about and where they are right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's really a good idea. And Polaris is an interesting place where we get get an interesting uh, reveal, which do you think this is a revelation or a retcon uh, Polaris's involvement in this X-Men team? Uh, which of course was selected during the hellfire gala
1: yeah i don't know i mean i really think it could go either way like i this didn't feel clunky in any way shape or form so like if they were like yeah we decided to go for this fine if they were always like you know
0: no polaris is a reluctant member of the x-men
1: necessarily want to be a part of it yeah i could see them like planning that ahead of time as well
0: totally uh there's a fun sequence where uh basically the the, the X Men are uh, are in a, in in the, ensconced in a uh, fierce battle against the Reavers, and all of them have been kind of like drugged or knocked out, except for like Sunfire, who Sunfire Sunspot. I always get them wrong.
1: Go back to the credits page.
0: Uh. All right, fine
1: sunfire thank you all right all right yeah yeah. yourself
0: uh there's two x-men named sun something and they all have fire uh but yeah sunfire um sun sun sun, uh he gets his ass kicked and polaris basically uses her abilities to like reanimate. like because everyone everyone in the team except for polaris is knocked out yeah uh Polaris reanimates wolverine that's laura uh,
1: oh that's right, Polaris was voted on. She was one of the voted on people. So yes. they may not have known her reasoning for joining. So exactly. This is an opportunity to explain yeah. why somebody mm-hmm. who was voted on by unseen forces. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But I love seeing Polaris just like whip Wolverine at people, which is super fun.
1: Yeah. I definitely also felt uh, kinship to her because she was drinking a flat white and I've recently discovered those and how much I enjoy them.
0: Ah I well, was there like, you have ooh. Plus she uh, she has an affinity for glassware uh and uh and you just got a new pair of glasses <laughs> you to point it out. Okay.
1: Thank
0: you. uh and uh, and i think they're they're solid they look Thank great you. Uh, much <laughs> like polaris's new shades in yes. this book uh but yeah we get a flashback to the hellfire gala we're basically uh which
1: is a great excuse for them to redraw the costumes again because i'm like oh yeah, oh, yeah we we do, do, we look great yeah they're fits we're on fire also
0: to fill pages with a different artist this is a carlos who does the flashbacks and it's fine. It's, you know, does what it does. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, basically Polaris like just not me. Like don't yeah. pick me and Jean switches it to say just pick me. Yeah. And they do. And then they have a little conversation about it later where um basically she's like that was really fucked up what you did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Jean and Jean's like no, you wanted to be picked. For like your first feeling was just pick me and then your self-doubt Made you change your mind. I just went to the first choice. I gave you your like true decision. And she's like, Well, either way, I'm happy that I'm doing
1: it. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to let you sabotage your success. And I was like,
0: Oh, another, another ex mutant character who wears green uh, is Tiffany's favorite.
1: It's like, okay, well, I feel (laughs) seen. Right. We get to see
0: Polaris like do some, some baller shit where she saves like a nuclear reactor um yeah and then like helps it, reminder it,
1: that she's a doctor
0: right she and rogue like whipping into the sun or whatever uh they fight some like remnants of the uh that high evolutionary evolution. um who're being controlled by dark forces you know this whole thing but it's a it's a fun fight you know every issue has to have like a fun fight and the like undercurrent of the X-Men are hunted and hated by, like, powers beyond their reasoning. Well, and... no, it's always
1: for helping, because even in this one, we're dealing with an enemy who are the Reavers, who are created from those who had been injured by various means around the globe. Yes. And seek vengeance in all the worst ways possible. But they're been hired out as mercenaries, and they're preventing, like, an election from occurring. Yes. And so, like, the X-Men are there to help with that.
0: Right. Uh, towards the end, the X-Men basically throw kind of like a... a... Not a party. It's more like a humanitarian effort Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, if you will, (laughs) where they're basically like come to our our base in New York and we will like clothe the homeless. And we'll like we're going to set up like a free clinic where we're going to clean you up and make you like, you know, heal your wounds or whatever problems you got going on as a way of saying thank you. Uh, It's it's really sweet and it's a really nice gesture. Uh, Realistically speaking, there will be a line that goes all the way into Connecticut to get into this damn thing if they were offering free health care to, like, New Yorkers. Um, that being said, it's a really nice gesture, and it's cute. And then Ben Urich shows up, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> uh, ben, of course, in the previous issue, was handed a dossier where it was basically like, Cyclops went to space and died, and he's here now, and mm-hmm. what's all that about? And, you know, basically, b- gives Ben Urich, like, an orgy of evidence, so that he could very easily connect the dots to the x-men resurrection protocols which of course the x-men have worked very hard to uh, contain rocks, yeah. and uh so yes yeah, cyclops and ben go for a walk and basically ben's like i'm writing the story about your about your resurrection and about your protocols you have until tomorrow to there, give me a quote
1: there is such a good image in this and it's that up close of his visor with ben oh face yes in
0: it. i was like like what is cyclops going to do it's a like, great I shot.
1: Just adore this panel so much. That was so well done. Yep,
0: easily. No, this this is one of those moments where what well, builds the tension is Ben like leads you down the path.
1: Right. Well, you have two individuals here where you can't see their eyes. Because yeah. Ben has glasses on, Cyclops with a visor, and you don't know which way either of them is going to go. No, it's like, true. Ben could have been like, and I'm not going to write the story. Yeah.
0: And Cyclops could have been like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh also there's like a big bad guy who has a bike helmet and he's watching and listening yeah which we knew yeah he's on the cover he doesn't do anything in this he's, issue he's but he's shown know. up and in, in passed yeah i'm just saying um, like you know he doesn't really do much it's not yeah no he does not but yeah but i'm excited to see what the daily bugle is going to do to the x-men after this
1: x-men heroes or menace yeah <laughs> jonah you gotta try a little harder why it can't always be hero or menace. well jonah
0: doesn't even work for the no, anymore when they need to fix that shit <laughs> marvel is like almost deliberately being like don't don't put it back where it was it's like just just put jonah back yeah um but i liked it you
1: i no, i loved it yeah it's all I, like, fantastic X-Men is a solid solid book
0: totally uh, young Goku over nine thousand. Uh, just finished reading Batman Reptilian like two seconds ago. <laughs> what the hell did I just read, and why am I so pleased with it? Uh,
1: okay, so seriously, I'm right there with you because honestly, like, I'm like, what happened in this book? Mm-hmm. And yet, like, I, I I I too enjoyed it, and I can't tell you why I enjoyed it, but I certainly did enjoy it mm. to some degree. But I'm also questioning everything. Sure, of course, because I'm really. I'm really taking this one as like a Legends of the Dark Knight.
0: Yes. Kind of book. You have even to.
1: though it's not, it's completely must be out of continuity. Yeah. It has to be. <laughs> I, it's a black label book. Yeah. So it is. But mm-hmm. like, it strikes me as that because of the old, like, nature to it, because it was an old pitch. But like, it's Ennis writing Batman. So you're getting Ennis's Batman, inevitably. Yeah. At that's first, true. I was kind of like, okay, but like, it just starts to, it just transitions into like,
0: into into whatever that is. Into him being a jerk. Yep. What were you gonna say earlier? I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I wasn't. I was just getting my my next your, book. Your ready. book? Oh, I was, okay. I was getting ready so I didn't get, didn't get some crap. But you Great. can go ahead and, and do do what you need to.
0: All right. Well, Pancake Pappy says, uh, will we get a back issues video on Profit, the globally iconic Rob Liefeld character for the upcoming movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh well no, uh you never will. Uh and I don't need to like tell you ahead of time that I'm never gonna do like certain books on back issues like any rob liefeld comic but uh i'm never gonna do a rob liefeld comic outside of like you know maybe heroes reborn kind of like mocking but like we're not doing profit you may see profit on the good the bad and the ugly which you can find on this channel here at uh comic pop uh returns which one day you know we'll probably we'll talk about profit a little bit but never on back issues okay if we can't do like bloodshot on back issues, we certainly yeah. will never do profit.
1: Okay.
0: You know, it's just um, not going to happen.
1: So I read. Yeah. You read DC versus vampires. Mm-hmm. I read Task Force
0: Z. Oh, great. That's a book I don't like. So that worked out great.
1: Well, I really like the book that you read, but I didn't know you had it. So I know. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't read it. So it's written by Matthew Rosenberg with or by Eddie Barrows. And the first issue of this, I had obviously the. That came out at the exact same time as DC versus Vampire, so I couldn't help but compare them. Your of course. Um, and I thought that DC versus Vampires was better than Task Force Z. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I'll give it another like one more issue. Yes. And I did. Yes, you did. And like, okay, there's something fun and a little charming about this book, but the fact is that it feels very like formulaic mm. although like
0: by the numbers a little
1: bit although um it does seem to be focusing in on mr bloom who i have like a bizarro fascination with yes so uh, not bizarro
0: no you'd know not bizarro like the character <laughs> me am so happy
1: um i i have a bizarro not fascination not
0: <laughs> not fast disinterest yeah there you go with, i, I do bizarre know. disinterest of this
1: yeah uh bizarre disinterest of this character um but it, it, there seems to be something going on with that character and in, in, and i'm like all right I'm, I'm gonna stick it out a little longer um but the formula seems to be jason todd is like odd man out yep and a he's basically like okay i'm trying to keep this whole thing together oh what's gonna happen next like this is so stupid we shouldn't be doing this yeah i'm gonna go tell like the newspapers They're like no you're not like just do it again it's gonna be fine Trust right. me. it's all gonna work out And he's like fine but i want i want someone else who's there to like watch my back because i almost got eaten right he ends up not being eaten
0: oh really
1: yeah arkham knight does not eat him um good Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, random family text. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, during that time in which he may be eaten, Mr. Bloom is, like, off dealing with Mr. Freeze. Okay. And, like, shoves Lazarus pills into Mr. Freeze's mouth. Hmm. Which then he says that Mr. Freeze got away later on one question. Okay. So, like, you know... Jason's like, okay, well, like I said, this is a bad idea, and we shouldn't have done this. I almost got eaten, so I'm out. And they're like, no, you're not. No, you're like, not. He's basically, like, I'd rather be arrested. Yeah. And um, because Batman will just break me out. So yeah, cares. like who cares? It doesn't matter. Um, he runs into uh what's her name? uh astrid arkham uh, yes. who is arkham knight right now she seems to be looking a lot more alive and he's mm. like uh and she's like oh it was just the amount of lazarus they gave me to like regenerate my legs like brought me back to life for now so i'm out for a walk before i become like a zombie again and I'm oh
0: like, is that a thing apparently okay
1: um so the team like they regenerate bane and man bat who is huge big like man bat be huge yeah in book. yeah
0: he should be huge he has big wings and he's a monster
1: yeah but like when he was on justice league dark he was like a little shrimpy guy yes he was and like now he's like
0: now he's huge He's
1: as big as bane right and mr bloom and i'm like
0: yeah because nobody at dc gives a shit
1: yeah i guess i guess that's <laughs> what it is but i mean when he was on justice league dark he was more human more man than bat yes in a way well
0: now he's more bat than man like in the man Bat book
1: now he's more zombie than bat nor or man yeah
0: well because they killed him like all like practically off panel in a backup
1: right so jason todd is sent uh with his team to to just disc- like to meet up with the person who will be his like backup from now on because mm-hmm. he's like i need like a real person to be backup or someone i can trust yeah because i can't do this shit anymore sure yeah so they go into this building and the cobra cult is there okay uh so they fight them just like they fought a bunch of guys last time. And like the shit hits the fan and Bane falls through the floor, but everybody's a little more cogent mm. because they've been like hopped up on Lazarus. So like Jason has a little more control over them. Okay. Kind of bloom slips away again. We don't know where, or we don't initially see where he has gone. Yeah. Um. It's revealed that uh sundowner is there. Okay. And uh, so we like, are like, Oh cool. This character who was said to be on the team is on the team now. Yeah. Um. And then, when all is said and done, they've won the day, turn the lights off, sundowner goes away. And then they're like, oh, it looks like we found who we're looking for. And there's like a coffin there. Okay. And um, then Jason gets shot. Because oh. apparently a, a theme here is going to be Jason complains about being a part of this team. They go on like into a fight. It doesn't quite go to plan. One or more team members goes missing. Jason almost dies.
0: Right. And the last page reveal is that he's like, he's gonna die this time. Yep,
1: and and like the like the next thing, which is it's dead shot. Oh. Who is dead? Oh. It's dead deadshot. Right. Dead squared shot. Double dead shot. Um, so did I enjoy this book, this issue a little more? Sure, because the the team like writing was a little more fun mm. and again a little more focus on Mr. Bloom, but it's not enough. I don't know if it's enough for me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But cause... then I
1: did see this like like
0: world of krypton it was books. ridiculous like cover yes. at the end
1: of this i was like eh.
0: <laughs> that's neat I, that's neat and i, I might know check you that have, out
1: you're gonna be talking about i think the cover of this episode correct yeah so then let me talk about my last book please um so that we can do your 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 thoughts about that and then we can go right into talking about the shows yeah um because i also read that the death of dr strange number three yeah, yeah i was worried about that literally having realized that i've missed every tie-in so far
0: Right, which like you don't need anyway. No,
1: but I bought one of them and I will read it because it's drawn by uh, Mike Del Mundo. Oh,
0: that's cool. And like
1: I gotta tell you, I I I I peeped I peeped at that book a little bit. It um, looks great. It it's it's Strange Academy. Oh no, drawn by De, Mike Del Mundo, and I'm like, oh that looks. I I love Humberto Ramos on that book, but like,
0: yeah, but that looks great. But
1: like I I I could take a Mike DelMundo. Yeah. Scotty Young collab. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. And I didn't get the Avengers one. And then I saw at the end of this book, the one this week, I, they were like, you know, Spider-Man, Death of Doctor Strange yeah. is out. And I'm like, it is? So I went back and I looked and it's not.
0: No, it comes out
1: next week. Next week. But the list in here says it's out now. Of course it does. I'm like, oops. Because the
0: book got delayed. Um. Yeah. And I'm not interested in reading a book where Ben Riley, a character who's almost never... Uh, outside of his memories interacting with Dr. Strange is going to de- react to his death so yeah, pass
1: so, so here's I, I'll, I'll talk about this book a little bit but there's something very specific I want to talk to you about mm, about
0: this book okay all right?
1: because basically this is like like Strange being like we have to do an autopsy on me a magical one and like a not magical one so and he's
0: going to do it like Blue Cape is going to do it
1: he's going to do the magical one because this Dr. Strange hands are still broken because remember Dr. Strange's hands got fixed and Mark Wade's run yes I, did I remember that I think basically what happened was after Jason Aaron, too many things were done to Doctor Strange, and they can't <laughs> and they couldn't figure out what to do with him anymore. Well, don't forget like so how Hickman like, like, like killed
0: like broke his soul in like the thousand pieces and sold them all, and like you know, so yeah, there's there's no there's they, nowhere else to They go.
1: literally just were like, just push this button and let's figure this out, right? Yeah, okay. A couple things, first of all. Jane Foster, she's doing the autopsy. Oh, He's doing the magical autopsy on it, right? Okay. Uh, we get a nice little history lesson with Clea about like, she's like, okay, so let me tell you about this, the, this child. He, he's the peregrine child. It's basically hunger. We've created magical actus guys.
0: Okay. Um,
1: This child hungers all the time and its main food is eating magic, magic people. Oh, magic people, people. not magic itself. So okay. not quite the same as way of the weird.
0: Yes. It's not, um, yeah, it's 25% more distinct three, from the last, these
1: know, three chicks are like helping him. His three mothers, essentially no one quite knows where they came right, from. Right. Cause
0: the black order is very popular. So we got a magic black order,
1: I guess. Um, but I will say there's like a really cool description of this. Cause they're like, no one knows for sure if the child, like what the child is, right. Whether or not it actually exists or whether it's something that we, there's something more to it, but we can't conceive of it, and so this mm. is what we can understand of it. I'm okay. like, oh, okay, Lovecraftian, cool, got it. Yeah. Um, Strange essentially leaves the Avengers to deal with the others. So, like, remember, like Umar and all them came to Earth, yes, hiding and seeking refuge and like taking over because after the Sorcerer Supreme died, died, they were like, oh, cool, I'll just bring a little bit of my kingdom here and I'll live here because yeah. their plan was much like the episode of Star Trek we just watched last night with Q, Q. Two? yeah deja Q. deja Q. um they came to seek refuge here knowing that the avengers would defend Four them the x-men and like would defend earth and save them right not caring about what happened to anyone else yes so strange and clea and wong are magically leave and uh leave the avengers to deal with that sure so you know tony's like thanks <laughs> cool
0: mm-hmm.
1: um clea and he have a big long conversation which we'll get into mm. um she finds out where the of amato and colloquial Levitation are because this doctor strange realized that the ones that were on the body of our previous doctor strange aren't the real ones and someone must have stolen them so they got to figure out who it is so then make get like a side by side like
0: steve have remember would would have noticed
1: no i like after he died they were stolen oh like and they, they replaced he
0: died and they swapped him okay yeah
1: somebody swapped them all right cool on his on his that's fine corpse um it's Baron Mordo, so they go to Castle Mordo, but simultaneously, um, the three mothers go and basically take uh, Dagoth, who would also come. He's one of the warlords who came, mm-hmm. and they feed it to the child. He's cool whatever. Okay. Um, they, Strange and, and his cohorts enter Castle Mordo. They run into Casilius. They, they're like, he's over there. Oh! And, like, Strange is... Total classic Doctor Strange, talking boisterously, <laughs> angrily, and all that such. Sure. Um, And, like, we see Baron Mordor, like, behind a door, like, clutching the things. And he's just look on his face like, like, oh, no, what have I done? Oh, no. I, I, but, like, I... also, I'm like, oh, no, maybe he didn't steal them and they were planted on him. <laughs> <And he's laughs> that... like, There's no way you're going to believe me. Right.
0: That's awesome.
1: I don't know that. That's kind of fun. I if that's the case, that's, that's really great. And I'm like, here's the thing. It might sound like I'm down on this series, but I am honestly enjoying it. But some things I'm like, okay we've kind of seen this before sure again i'm looking forward to seeing where this is going but there's a fact like to this too where it's like because dr strange's stuff was stolen and also his soul the magic that was associated with dr strange hasn't been dispersed and so there can't be a new sorcerer supreme yet so like we're completely left like unprotected yeah okay right but there's really no sort of tension there because i already know that there's a solicitation out there about who's going to be the next sorcerer supreme oh. so i already know it's going to be fixed okay marvel
0: well that's marvel's fault not i a... know no
1: i know and that's why i'm like if i sound like i'm down on it it's not like jed mckay's fault
0: but like it's, the tension is thwarted
1: so that that element of the tension is thwarted and maybe that just means that that's not going to be the main focus of this but mm-hmm. like I don't know. That seems like a big deal. Now let's talk about something else that I've like, as soon as I read these, this page, I was like, I cannot wait to talk to Sal about this. Oh, okay. okay. Here we go. The Clea and Dr. Strange conversation. Yeah. What do they talk about?
0: Their marriage?
1: No, they talk about the fact that I think, yeah. All right. So Dr. Strange at one point gave up um, in order I think in order just to rebuild, help rebuild the universe, he made a deal with Mephisto. Oh my god! Do you remember that it was it was recent.
0: Yes, I do remember that. He,
1: he makes a deal with Mephisto, and what does he give to him? But his her his memories no. Clear yes. memories of Strange. Yes, I do remember. And that so, now. like they never they never had a relationship exactly, according to her. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. After Strange died, Clear remembered everything. Okay, because. According to her, the devil would, of course, do that because she'd have her memories back as soon as she, um, <laughs> as soon as, like, she as was incapable of reaching out to him or dealing with, or, like, you know, talking to him because she right. was dead, yeah. that he, like, it would cause her more suffering. And so the memories are given back. Okay. So that's why immediately after that, I asked, like, Sal covertly, I was like, hey, has Peter Parker died at any point?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has not died. Uh, not since the other, like, I think.
1: Like in theory, Jed McKay just set up that if Peter Parker dies, yeah, that then... like the memories of his marriage to Mary Jane may return to everyone. Right. And possibly his
0: his identity too? Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. So... See, the way to tie that in is instead of Peter dying, it's Aunt May dies. Yeah. And then everything just goes. I thought back.
1: that too. Like yeah, if she died and then but he didn't make a deal with Aunt May. Yeah, he made a deal with Peter.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But the deal was for Aunt May's life.
1: That's true. So you could you could technically make it work that he's like, but she died, so it's cool. I, I I put it all back or I gave it to her because I knew that sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so then May
1: knows that like he gave up everything for what seemingly was no reason.
0: Uh, yeah, which I mean we all agree.
1: So yeah,
0: <laughs> cool. Um, I don't want to spoil who the next sorcerer supreme is then um so is it out there no but i i i know you know so i don't want to ask because i was like oh you know be fun i don't know oh okay oh i thought you said it was spoiled
1: no it's just that there will be one right now the the, the, oh we just know the the hook hook in here is that there can't be one
0: right yeah because there's
1: like the magic's on and i'm like you know that that's a fun like it's in limbo so like who's going to defend earth yeah and i'm like that's kind of a fun concept that like we can't have a sorcerer supreme until this is like resolved right which clearly it's going to be resolved and like as i read or i know that eventually it will be whether it's in this book or another clearly it's going to be this book mm-hmm. but to already have a solicitation out being like who's the next sorcerer supreme i'm like okay so why did you even bother putting this right right why, why is this even a story point yeah because like they were just going to ruin it
0: i guess they'll make clea sorcerer supreme That'd be Wong. That makes sense since,
1: because they're pushing him towards that in the movies. Since
0: Wong is more powerful than Doctor Strange in the movies,
1: but, well, you know what? It's a, it's a different universe. It's a, I i not yeah, but it could be Kalia. Yeah, though, yeah, she's not of this Earth. Yeah, but
0: yeah, that was a Spider Man Deadpool book. Somebody re- referenced that he died in that. Yeah, he did oh, die in a Spider Man Deadpool book. Well, there no you go. References. He could
1: he could then have given those. Maybe that's what it is. If that happened and Aunt May's just carrying that because she's like, it's what Peter wants. But then one day, much like she had the conversation with him about knowing that he's Spider-Man. Yeah. She could be like, I know what you did.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that'd be amazing because Aunt May has been marginalized for like years now. Like, like they just sit any down and ideas. it's just like. Like they had a whole plot where she had cancer and they just like ignored it. They just right. threw it away. So it's like they don't know what to do with her. So that'd be a way, to, a way better thing to do with her than that. At least an arc for her.
1: Just be like, I can't believe that you gave up how
0: selfish you were. Uncle Ben would be ashamed of you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That'd like, be dope. I get it. But like,
0: yeah, right. But... I get your grief, but like, get over yourself. <laughs> I taught you. We all taught you better than that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Girk Pectus says, I know I'm in the minority, but I love how Ennis writes Batman. I know it's not Batman. It's a parody. but It's really funny and entertaining. It
1: is something else. Like it's it, that maybe that's where the joy is coming for from like from for me in this, mm-hmm. for that book. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, um, what was it? Greg Peck also mentioned. I know how much you love cons. I recommend theme park attraction con. Uh, I went to one. It was my second favorite con. Uh, first is PAX West, Mm. which is really PAX prime. Uh, since it's mostly business, it felt like a pre COVID con, which we all miss. Okay.
1: That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. That does Uh, sound like fun for real.
0: Right. One of our local cons does their, does a special show at great adventure. So that's like a thing.
1: Uh,
0: so yeah, we'll talk more about uh, Hulk number one from Donny Cates and Ryan Ottley. Okay. Uh, this dovetails directly off of um, the Immortal Immortal Hulk, okay. which is like everyone's favorite Hulk run of all time. Al Ewing,
1: uh, take that, Peter w- David. Just b- yeah,
0: I mean like <laughs> the the David run is also unparalleled. But like people loved what they did with, with what, what Ewing did with it. Mm-hmm. And, and uh i'm
1: not throwing shade in him i just you know (laughs) but uh
0: but yeah uh kate's is doing what he does which is he takes like whatever the guy did before him and throws it in the trash and is like i'm doing this um and it's one of those things where i i saw some art for this book uh early on and i was like that looks dumb like it just looks dumb and i'm like i'm not a hulk guy so like When I when I want to see the Hulk in something, I want him green and big and smashing. Like, that's the only thing I want to see Hulk do. Um, And I appreciate whenever anybody goes like, hey, I'm doing a new thing with Hulk and it's different. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like Banner hates the Hulk and just wants to get rid of him. I'm like, well, you never will, because it's not interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, and we've seen every iteration of the Hulk you could possibly imagine. So, like, what are you going to do now? And uh, what
1: are you going to do with that Hulk? Yeah, comma, what are you going to do with that Hulk, baby? baby?
0: <laughs> Great question. <laughs> so, Kate's idea is well, like Hulk has been the villain. Uh, so, how about Banner's the villain now? Okay. And uh, so the idea is that, like, Banner. <laughs> so, okay, the concept I'm is. I'm sorry,
1: is this entitled Smastronaut? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Banner is the first Astronaut.
1: That's really funny. Yeah, I don't know why.
0: I I don't either. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, So the idea is that, like, Banner's just so mad all the time. He's just like, oh, man. I hate the Hulk, even though I, I, we we pretty much left Hulk at an interesting place, like, in the last story. Uh, just, if you were a big Mortal Hulk fan, you could have to just let it go. If you want to keep reading Hulk. <clears throat> let it go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, Banner basically creates, like, you know, Banner can, like, create, like, rooms and crap, like, in Dreamcatcher, like, in Hulk's head. Uh-huh. So he turns the Hulk into a spaceship in his mind. So, like, the Hulk's brain is, like, a bridge, like, from Star Trek. And the engine, the hyperdrive of of the ship, is the Hulk's personality which is trapped in like a plane of existence where he's just angry and under siege by like bad memories and assaults for all the time. So like when Hulk is mad, that fuels the ship and he can fly Hulk into stuff and pilot him. So like Hulk is just a passenger like in this, like, so Hulk is the ship and Banner flies the Hulk up here and like his eyes are the windshield.
1: So he doesn't become Banner
0: no banner is a personality inside the hulk and also he did all this like off screen and like uh so characters like dr strange and captain america are like he's already done these things that we're introducing you to right now and we've got to do something about it
1: maybe we should send him into space
0: yeah and i was like oh my god in heaven are you gonna shoot him into space again but like so banner um he outfits Hulk in Hulk's like, you know, in in this like technology that will help facilitate what he's doing, which looks like this, and uh, I, you know, Iron Man busts busts out his Hulk Buster suit to fight him, and you get a fun Hulk versus Iron Man fight. But Hulk, you know, he he looks like he looks like an action figure. He looks like a like a like a knockoff
1: Hulk figure. He looks like they were like trying. Okay, here's what he looks like to me. He looks like a. Like they decided to do a weapon X line of heroes, right? Like
0: everybody's weapon X, so
1: it looks like this is Hulk's weapon X outfit, yeah. Because they already <laughs> he made just a character a, he just called escaped from the lab, yeah.
0: They literally did a character called weapon H, where it's Hulk with, with, with claws.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking, with all the, the wires, oh, I know, yeah. He that.
0: looks, yeah, he's got that helmet on, he's got the things, yeah, going on. yeah. So, anyway, um, Banner's like, I'm leaving and you can't stop me and they're like no we got to stop you and it's like what
1: and he's like peace
0: yeah so banner needs to like you know there's a scene where like banner needs to like he needs to engage like hyperdrive and so he like sends basically like you know attack helicopters to fight hulk and so you got like classical kind of like in in the mindscape
1: May I, may I make a ben joke yeah it, will he be using is he going to fart so hard he propels himself away like if we're going with the spaceship analogy it has to come from somewhere
0: right yeah no it's true uh, i i think that it's just you know his rage the rage is, is the fuel oh, his fuel is the fuel for the starship that okay. is hulk's body right uh, but that's the
1: fuel but where's the propulsion
0: right where is the propulsion and they don't really get into that but uh you know like stark deploys nanotech uh, hulk gets his arm caught in there but then he's like so mad and he uses his energy so hard that he just rips his arm right out of its socket and it's it's just like and then like you know like like that's what this that's what this book is just and kaboom um which i guess a hulk book should be i don't know but uh basically he and then oh man i forgot about the fact that like he rips his own arm off and then he grabs tony's like hulk buster arm and he just jams it into the socket like that would do something
1: how does that work it shouldn't at
0: all but like you know and 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 i'm so sick of people being like that's comic books baby and i'm like shut the fuck up like that's not comic books like at least they try a little bit this is just like whatever who's that that's hulk in the mindscape he's just he's just endlessly fighting so that he can like be more powerful and like use you know i don't know whatever anyway the point is hulk just like steals um he he steals a teleporter and he goes away um and, and he leaves
1: Man, the Avenger, Tony Stark's doing a whole lot of things right now. He's, he's helping Doctor Strange with magic stuff. Yep. There's magic people ever? but we're not, nobody's dealing with that. He's fighting the Hulk.
0: Yeah. I love it. Like, Hulk, like, beats the crap out of everybody and they're all like, oh no, he wants to leave. We can't let him. Anyway, this book is like really, really dumb. Uh, but,
1: but if you want a like, like, sl- like, just punch fest well, that's like the thing. that's what you're looking for Because, like here's the thing yeah,
0: if you want to see hulk punch in an outfit you've never wanted to see the hulk in but like here's the thing you don't need to defend me my point is like it's really really dumb but okay i enjoyed reading it. what like halfway through it i'm like nah. like <laughs> like i was not in that not, not that i like enjoyed it i i i found myself wanting to know what happened next which is the hallmark of like you know, an engaging read, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I was like, what is happening? Like, what's going to happen next? Where is he going with this? And it's like, it, it's really insulting that he just threw everything that Al Ewing built out the window so that he could do this thing that he clearly like wrote like five years ago, but it's pretty engaging. Like, I I, I implore you like to check it out because where... it's so weird.
1: But when will we talk to his dad?
0: Right. That'll be later because we have to and right
1: get to sword.
0: Oh, well, here's the thing. There's no way that, like, Hulk's son won't come into play because Donnie Cates is writing it. So, yeah. like, it's about fathers. Like, that's what every single Donnie Cates book is about. Like, every mm-hmm. single Tom King book is about, like, being, like, through a war and having PTSD and then a strong woman shows up and helps him through it. This is, this is, you know, I yeah. mean, he's going to have a sword. He's going to need a, he's going to either, he's, he's, he's going to have a son. So Scar is probably going to show up.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about Scar. Yeah, no, he has a
0: son. That's why Donny Cates wanted to do the
1: book. I completely forgot about that. That's all
0: hearsay, by the way. I'm not actually saying that. It's not like Donny Cates is like on record being like, obviously, I'm only going to write about fathers and sons. That's just his resume. But uh, you know, I feel like there's no way it's not going to be. Although I will say his Donny, his his Doctor Strange wasn't really about fathers and sons. It was just so utterly forgettable that you can't remember it.
1: No, that he. Donnie Cates was the one that gave him back his power. Yeah. So he had like a job to do.
0: Yeah, he was just doing work. Yeah. He wasn't like telling a Doctor Strange story. No,
1: he didn't have a chance to do that. But that's okay. It's regular Doctor Strange is in this.
0: Oh yeah, no regular Doctor Strange. He didn't die yet in this. Or he or Donnie Kate That's the thing. Cates clearly just wrote this like five years ago. Could be. Like he wrote this like during Al Al Ewing was writing this and he's like, Oh, cool. You're writing Doctor Strange. He's like, uh, Were you writing Hulk? Cool, yeah. I got a Hulk story. The Hulk's a spaceship. Um. whatever so Banner's the villain and he's like he's just had enough and he's always mad and like he's he's able to talk to characters like what's frustrating is like when he's talking to like Betty who's like a hologram in his own mind and it's a memory of her so it's like not really what she would say or do Mm -hmm. but like we're gonna have to treat it like that because like that's how it's used in the narrative convention but, like, if you think about it for two seconds, it's like, no, that's Banner's warped interpretation of what Betty is. Yeah. So he'd never be able to come up with what she'd actually say or react to. So it's, like, not really fair. But anyway, that's a book. And it exists. And despite everything that, like, if you just listed all of all the things about this book, like, it, it, it's, it throws away what happened before. And people really enjoyed that one. And it doesn't matter.
1: Uh, is he still immortal in this?
0: Who, no. No, he's not. No, he says like, "Well, Hulk is, but Banner isn't." That's what he says. That's that's his one little like lip service that okay. he pays. He's like, "Hulk can't die, but I can." And I'm like, "No, you, no, you are the Hulk. You you can't die. We 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 showed you die like a bunch of times in that book the called called Immortal Hulk. It's just like whatever. It, it's just it's a weird book, but uh, but I found myself it's a page turner and not in, like, in a in a shade and frode kind of way where I'm like, "Nah, this sucks." Like it's it's literally like a, I'm like, "This is so stupid." What's gonna happen next? I couldn't like. I, so it
1: is like, what's he gonna do with that Hulk, comma baby?
0: Oh yeah, what's he gonna do with that Hulk, baby? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't even believe. Like, I I couldn't. You tell won't you.
1: believe. You won't
0: believe. That's a go on the book. Here's here's your quote. Here's your quote for the cover. You won't believe. So yeah, that that exists, and I read it. So nice. there you have it.
1: You did read that
0: i you? did and i talked about it Gold so star. thank you thank you very much uh, <laughs> abe sapien just wanted to share this with you guys i found a hardcover copy of dr strange and dr doom <gasps> on black friday wow. i also want to thank tiffany for her awesome back issues on this gem and introduced me to the, this kick-ass story
1: that's great great find <laughs> congrats yeah.
0: uh kelly frederick says dc vampires robin and thor were the top books this week I, I bought robin but i didn't get a chance to read it yet
1: i saw it was in there
0: it was Uh, just some guy with a mustache uh i hate it please make more that's that's basically what it is yeah this this is really dumb
1: i think you might have missed one earlier
0: oh a super chat yeah quite possibly somebody asked about spider-man i read it i wish i didn't
1: go up keep going yeah go go up there no this one one we didn't do one more there
0: you go uh Kingsport Cal. King's Kingsport Cal says I show people you two in order to prove that there is love out there for all the nerds. Uh I've enjoyed reading or watching y'all's relationship over the years. It's my comic. Well, thank you, sir. Um
1: I like this guy. <laughs>
0: I like this girl. Thank you. Um, but thank you, sir. Uh Thomas Malush says, I loved Elseworld's Exchange last week. Cold open of X-Men movie. Gotcha, gotta be Scott as the only one left on a plane directly after the snap. Just justice for cyclops i agree with that i'd be i will be down with it he
1: wakes up for a second he's like it's the langoliers it's reset like... reset the langolier reference tally there we go
0: yay <laughs> yeah if you haven't already checked that out watch uh, our I episode of Elfros go
1: exchange go, go up go up go up it yeah, wasn't that one we did that one that one.
0: Oh, here we go <laughs> Greg Pectis, you think DC should bring back Just Imagine stories, not Stanley, if they're not going to do Elseworlds? Great meeting you at New York Comic Con. Story, keep missing you live. That's okay. Well, that's okay. Good but yeah, to it was good meeting too. you, too. Uh, just Imagine would be a great idea. Um, they should just bring back Elseworlds, though. And I'm sure that Just Imagine is like a weird thing for them. Like mm. it's complicated, even though. It was just, we we hired Stan Lee to write a bunch of books. I think there's, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Morrison uses him, uses the, has used those characters, or at least one of them. And uh, and there's an omnibus of it. I know, because we have it. Mm-hmm. So let's jump into some recommendations for comics that we think that you should pick up this week. And then? And then we're going to talk about Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. Uh, human target number two, obviously, this book uh, is Greg Smallwood's opus, uh, and also Tom King wrote it, and it's really good. It's well written, and the art is fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, like... And it, also... The, the, like, literally, if you read anything about this book, like, the stars Greg Smallwood and Tom King just, like, gave Smallwood some stuff to draw. Like, but it really is a, a, a wonderful blend of the two of their talents. It's a great book. Issue two comes out tomorrow. Batman, the detective number six. I think this is the end. Yeah, I hope so. Six. Thank God. Okay. I like this book, but it's like time for it to be over. Uh, Batman, the detective number six, Tom Taylor, uh, Sandra hope and Andy Kubert. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm like, this website really screws things up for me, but like, Kubert's drawing this as he should. Yeah, should've. I
1: think she may I think she's incorrect. Yeah.
0: Either way. It's a great book. I've enjoyed the hell out of it. I hope to talk about it on the back issues someday soon. Uh, the trial of Magneto. Remember that? It's, it's coming out. I don't even know how many more freaking issues there there are, and Marvel made no attempt to tell you.
1: They're like, well, then you might not buy
0: Yeah, let's take a look at this solicitation here. It says next. Okay, it looks like it's the penultimate issue of the Trial of Magneto, thank God. Uh, I can't wait to see how this ends up because I want them to just retcon Wanda, and they just should. Uh, I just want to point this out because it's kind of fun. Uh, Fantastic Four number 38, written by Dan Slott, is The Return of She-Hulk, Ah, uh, She-Hulk, which Dan Slott made his bones writing, and writing arguably like it's John Byrne and Dan Slott, like those are the two people who people remember She-Hulk for. Mm. And he gets to take her uh, for a ride in this one too. And I'm like, good for you, good for She-Hulk, good for Jen, neat. Maybe I'll check it out. I haven't read any of these uh, these issues outside of the first two, and so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, obviously, the book that everyone should be reading. Uh, is Daredevil number 36. Uh, this book is fantastic. Uh, if you are interested in checking out Daredevil, read issues one through 35, and then you can read 36. Um, as I understand it, this is the last issue of Daredevil until Devil's Reign, which is Chip Sadarsky's uh event, which is tailored uh to this whole status quo. Um, looks like Manuel uh, Garcia is uh drawing it, which uh, you know, I'm sure he does a good job but i i do miss chichetto i think chichetto's doing devil's light rain which is why he's doing this
1: probably that makes sense uh
0: but yeah i can't wait this is a great series and i'm uh, uh hopefully it's because this final issue who knows what that means i know that Zdarsky didn't uh ha, has talked about this book and using like vague languages suggested that it's not really canceled but we'll see um nightwing number uh number nightwing annual number one from 2021 is coming out from tom taylor and clan tormi uh this is a Tom Taylor Nightwing book that will have no Fear State connection, so it's worth picking up. Hey. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number eighty is coming out. Uh it, it this book is fine. Uh I, I didn't like the last one, but we'll see how it goes. Uh Detective Comics 2021 annual number one is also coming out. This is from Matthew Rosenberg and Mariko Tamaki with art by Victor Bogdanovic. So if you are interested in Batman and you're sick of Fear State, uh read this. Don't. Annuals are usually a good way to jump in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, there's also more.
1: There is uh, more
0: oh so much more and
1: they're someplace. we'll find them here they are yeah we found them um just go through the um
0: yeah let me just uh here
1: oh cool uh let's just go through the uh x-men stuff marauders number 26 yep fin fang foom
0: <laughs> got three words for you
1: i got three words for you indeed fin, fin fang, fang and foom, and foom. Uh, so I'm, I was like, kind of like, yeah. We'll see if I pick this one up. I'm clearly going to pick this one. up yep. <laughs> uh, New Mutants number twenty three is coming out. Oh, sorry, that's written by Jerry Duggan. Yeah, by Matteo Lali. Yay. Uh, New Mutants number twenty three is coming out. I, I, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm interested in the Shadow King like storyline here because, like, he is, you know, he's a, he's a significant villain in the X Men's history. Yes. Um, and so he's really just been in this one book um so you know he's doing his thing yeah we'll see see how that goes uh Vita ayala on writing for that and rod rice as the artist rod rice is the star yeah me. easily uh wonder woman annual uh this 2021 annual number one is coming out this week uh right by uh becky Kuhn and mike conrad uh who's been working on the main book um uh, with art by andy mcdonald um I don't know if I'm familiar with their work, but it's a Mitch Jarrett cover, so that and, might be worth it alone to grab. Yeah, and
0: this cover you seen like, everywhere. It's yeah. one of the little girl looking at Wonder Woman and saying the logo.
1: Yeah, it's dope. Yep. Uh, Justice League Dark is getting an annual. <laughs> All by itself.
0: Well, it didn't have a book, so it might as well have an annual.
1: All by itself. It looks like it's um, written by Ram V and possibly Dan Waters. Mm-hmm. Um, With art by uh, Christopher Mitten.
0: And this is one book that Christopher Mitten's the kitten won't Won't soon forget.
1: So, yeah. I got an annual all by itself. Yay.
0: And it's 48 pages.
1: Yeah. So now I'm going to have to catch up because I have not been reading this book because we haven't been getting Justice League. And I literally can't justify. um, Yeah.
0: Reading the Justice League book.
1: Well, picking that up for the price tag for just the back end of it—nope, like I nope. just can't do it. So I guess I'll have to do it though. Maybe they'll have a Cyber Monday sale. I could check out tonight. Mm, I don't know. Good idea. Um, the Me You Love in the Dark, number five. I love this book uh, written um by Scotty Young with art by Jorge Corona. It's just a spectacular book. So yes. much fun in 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 like. Not fun ways sometimes. So, yeah. Uh, Once in Future number 22 for my Once in Future fans out there. Kieran Gill and Dan Morris still kicking ass and taking names on that book. Um, uh, the Magic Order 2, number 2 coming out Uh Stuart Eminent on art this time with Mark Miller writing this book this return uh, of magic order really got me going because I was like I haven't read that in a while was able to kind of jump back into it and, and remember things from the previous book which for me that is a it's a, it's a good, it's a good sign for yeah. me. Um, so looking for, forward to that. Wonder Woman historia: The Amazon's number one is finally coming out. Uh, written by Kelly Coo- Kelly. Oh my god, my brain. Kelly Sue DeConnick with art by Phil Jimenez, or Jimenez. Uh, I've seen this cover around for years, for, for years. Well, we've like... seen it
0: since they launched Black Label.
1: Yes, and so it's finally coming out. Seventy-two pages, eight dollars. Not bad. It's, it's a chonky boy. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to this. I'm super interested in this Gotham City Villains Anniversary Giant number one. You're getting 96 pages for $9.99. It's a whole bunch of like covers and different writers and stories and it going on in there. And Danny DeVito. <laughs>
0: and Danny DeVito. How could you go wrong?
1: He's writing a, a thing. Okay. So I'm going to guess it's about the penguin. And yeah. also, if you're looking for um any of those um tie-ins the the spider-man doctor strange death of doctor strange tie-in is coming out next week it's supposed to be this week but it's coming out next week but this one's written by jed mckay yeah because he's writing the spider-man book but he's also writing right, no he's not he's writing he was writing
0: death doctor strange never
1: mind i'm like no it's been no zeb wells
0: yeah zeb wells
1: different sets of he's um, writing moon
0: knight it's,
1: it's fine um but this is one of the ones that he's writing as opposed to letting like the normal writer take over because yeah. like the scotty young one for or for um strange academy yes it's scotty young yeah so like he's writing his own there right so i was gonna pick this one up probably just because he's writing it so i don't know if that means anything like yeah. he might
0: I there know. might be more to it
1: yeah i don't know but don't worry
0: like, the cover is written is drawn by greg land but the interior is done by Marcelo. yeah Ferreira, I, noticed so that too. I was like that's a shame. don't don't let that like throw you
1: yeah um because the cover is awful but as as sal mentioned it is ben riley um so i'm interested to see this matchup because this is should be a doctor strange if he's involved in it at all who doesn't know spider-man right and it's a ben it's a spider-man who doesn't really know dr strange yeah, i don't
0: remember any issues where ben riley dealt with dr strange at all I love this description, by the way. I don't know who writes these, but this ain't Ben Riley's first rodeo as Spider-Man, but he's never had to deal with the death of the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, no shit. Most people haven't. <laughs> what?
1: So most folk. Um, this is
0: my first rodeo, but you, I've never had to deal with flying a spaceship. It's just things I'll never do. Accurate. What, what, a, what, a, what a dumb thing to write. man. anyway, that exists.
1: So, yeah, that's Those it. Those are books that are coming more. out. I There's more. There's I'm, so much more. I can't talk anymore, though. That's fair. I don't want to read and then speak aloud anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, Khalif Frederick says, can you see Disney doing a Str- Strange Academy live action show?
1: I can see them doing a, like, animated show. Mm-hmm. I would love a live action one, but, like, if, budgetarily speaking, we get a better looking show because they can do it animated because it's all sorts of crazy stuff they're going to be looking at, that's fine. But I think this absolutely should be a show.
0: Agreed. So Hawkeye is two episodes deep into its series uh and I believe we have uh six episodes total so we are a third of the way through and uh we uh we've watched the first two episodes and uh you know it's here it is Hawkeye it's the introduction of Kate Bishop uh it was
1: Hawkeye
0: Hawkeye yes uh purple arrow uh but yeah it's you know it's a show that is about like Clint in a post endgame world where like he's one of the few surviving members of the Avengers who's still on this planet. Mm-hmm. And so as such, he has to deal with it. And uh, Kate Bishop is being introduced and uh, you know, we're, we're dealing with the young new hotness of the Marvel universe and kind of like out with the old, despite the fact that I recently that somebody said something to the effect of uh, we're not done with Clint Barton after the show. Like this is not a like passing of the bow from Clint to Kate. Kate, well, one hundred percent, and
1: that's fair because, like, historically speaking, they've existed simultaneously. Yeah, so it could work.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree, but uh, but it makes sense to kind of like start to make the transition. Yeah, but uh, but I'm I, I'm I'm glad that no one's like ruling anything out. I, I I I was fully expecting this show to be a like, all right, so like, Jeremy Renner never really got a lot to do in any of these Avengers movies, so here's a show,
1: mm-hmm. goodbye thanks bye
0: right because like I-, I i'm not sure if like we'll ever see chris evans outside of like one appearance again as captain america robert downey jr is probably never going to come back as iron man chris hemsworth's only going to do like the movie and one cameo in guardians so like who knows but we're setting up new thors i i, I feel like this this could have easily been a like swan song for jeremy renner on sure. hawkeye uh and you know what? Haley Steinfeld is so charismatic and so fun in this book or in this in this co- in the show uh, that I'm, I'd am i be OK with it. Yeah. But uh, but both of them get a chance to shine. I like uh, Renner and Steinfeld in this show. I think they both have very different energy, mm-hmm. but both equally fun, leading role potential.
1: Yeah, I think I like their dynamic hmm. the most.
0: I want them. I want more of it. And I like what they're doing. It's not like, despite the clear David Aja or AHA or however you want to pronounce it uh, influence uh, and his like total lack of payment and like credit, uh, you know, they're not ripping everything from the comic. And one of those things is this very interesting dynamic between uh, Clint and Kate, uh, which is not quite the same as it is in the comic. In the comic they're they're very much colleagues, partners, well. uh, but like she is kind of like in this kind of like superior role where like she doesn't give a shit about like his, his nonsense and she's you know it, it's much more uh it, it's interesting. The show is much more of like a father-son dynamic. Or father daughter dynamic, like, I should father, say. Father son. I was just talking about Kate, so I'm right, sorry. Right. But like, it's a, and when I say Kate's, I don't mean Kate apostrophe, yes. I mean Donnie Kate's, yeah. uh, who's all about fathers and sons. But yeah, like, I, the, in this, like, because Clint is a dad, when he is faced with a young person that needs care, yeah. he immediately goes into dad mode. Yeah. And it's really earned. And yeah. it like I think really It would works. be really
1: hard to do the comic book adaptation with their significant difference in age and the fact that he does have a family and the fact that like he's been through the shit. Yeah. So like he's just like, don't do this. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna become what I am. Right. And you don't want I'm that. Just trying to have Christmas. Right. I just want to have the holidays and, and I'm chasing a suit.
0: Yeah. I just want to get back to Velma. Is that her name? No, his wife is his wife, the actor, played Velma in the Scooby Doo <gasps> movies
1: really Mm -hmm. oh yeah all right (laughs) i did not know that
0: (laughs) but uh yeah so the premise is just you know clint needs to get home for the holidays uh he's got it's interesting how how much they want to cram into the show and yet how like well balanced it feels yes because you know we got to deal with remember the end of black widow when yelena belova like meets up with elaine dennis and Mm -hmm. she's like hey picture of clint barton as Ronan, so it's like oh black widow 2 is going to be in the hawkeye show so it's like you got that deal to deal with you Mm -hmm. got like black widow 2 is going to need to fight slash deal with hawkeye that okay you also have kate bishop who is more or less the lead of the show no connection to black widow 2 that's her own story kate bishop's story about swordsman i can't believe swordsman is in anything (laughs) but that's happening Then you have Clint and Kate and their dynamic. Then you got Clint and his family and that dynamic. And then they just introduced in episode two, Echo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense because as soon as the Ronin suit showed up, that immediately is what I thought of because one of the first comics I ever read, like in terms of like Avengers, was New Avengers. Who was
0: the first Ronin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So like that makes a total sense to me, but
0: it'd be really cool if Echo was the first Ronin.
1: And he stole the suit from her? Yes. Uh, I'd be okay with that. That's uh, so why they're seeking Ronan. It's not because Ronan gave them a hard time. No. It's because she wants the suit back.
0: Right. Because I don't see Echo managing the tracks of Draculas, but like, whatever. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. So, but there's a lot going on in the show. Swordsman. You got Kate's mom. You got, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the fallout of Endgame and like kind of like saying the last word on that. Like, yep. You got the fallout from Nat's death, and I love how like messed up and weird it is because mm-hmm. like Nat died on an alien world eight or ten years ago. Oh, like no, it's five years later, so it's like ten years ago because like, we did it in the past.
1: Yeah, but it's not for him.
0: No, but like you can't even go to Vormir and get her. She died in two thousand eight. Like <laughs> Red Skull scooped her body up already, like in a long time ago.
1: Well, Steve could.
0: Yeah, well. travel through time. Well, where's that show? Announce that show. The Steve Rogers using time travel to put the stones back. Every episode's a stone, and that's your show. Uh, It writes itself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'd take that over a Chris Evans cameo in something else. A Chris Evans as Captain America, like, through the show, putting the stones back, like, doing a little wink and a nod to every, like, Marvel movie, and also deciding to, like, stay in the past.
1: Right. be Be neat
0: anyway uh what do you you think what's what's what are some standouts to you for hawkeye the show
1: um i think honestly what i I like the most is like the development of clint's character um because we we obviously got quite a bit but mainly in terms of his relationship to the job and to black widow yeah um we saw a little bit of his family Mm -hmm. uh so a tolerable amount a tolerable amount. so like I, I, I'm pleased with the amount that we also got here where, like, they're just trying to have a normal time. Obviously, you know, they they all got
0: blipped. snapped, yeah. Right? They
1: Yeah, they all blipped, right? Yep. So this is kind of one of the first holidays they've had together. Yes,
0: in five years. Yeah,
1: so I think he's trying to make everything perfect, but he's yes. also dealing with, like, the fact that he probably hasn't dealt with anything yeah um i do love and his wife has been like this but i've forgotten how on board she is with everything like me too
0: right i like that a lot that's
1: so much fun isn't it interesting that you could take a married character make them a hero and make them interesting yeah without having to worry about who he's gonna sleep with right
0: and and also not making the significant other a stick in the mud
1: weird anyway um but yeah i dig checking in with the family and the fact that this show has such a small timeline because he's trying to make it to christmas
0: right somebody mentioned that they were like well obviously his family's gonna get kidnapped and i was like god in heaven don't do that i hope that's the last thing i want to see
1: yeah now i understand that this the Christmas was that not originally the idea? You
0: know? no, it was always gonna be well, you mean about the show? yeah, I, I mean like I know the show was supposed to drop in July, but I think that the premise the Christmas premise was always gonna
1: be yeah the it case. would be Christmas in July instead. it just it happens to fit a little better here with with us approaching December yes um but it gives to me that like sense of diehard in a way oh, die yeah. hard to me is a Christmas movie, obviously naturally um so it gives me that 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 nostalgia for that mm-hmm. um but i I really like the make. The consistency of of Clint, like Clint is a guy who's dealing with the death of his friend. He's dealing with the fact that like well, the death this, of his
0: team. His is, team
1: is over. Yeah, like and now he's his family is back, so he's got like this positive, but mm-hmm. it's associated with this incredible negative in right. his life. Well,
0: because everything else is gone. Yeah, like he used to be a shield agent. Shield's gone.
1: Yeah, but. Also, that, like, he is kind and courteous at every turn.
0: Yeah, well, he, he's like, I don't, like, I can't fly away from this scenario. Like, I have to talk to my way out of this. Like, when he deals with the LARPers, he's like, okay. Like, he has no patience. He could very easily have, like, later John McClane his way through this, where he just yells and punches. Yeah. But instead, he's just like, okay, what am I doing? Exactly. What do you want from me? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, <sighs> Yeah, like I just I just really like that about him. Like when he goes to the store and they have to buy all this stuff, he's like, "Hi."
0: Yeah. Okay. "Hi. You know who I am?"
1: Yeah. But he's he's also just like, "Hello. Hi." Mm-hmm. You know, just being polite. Yeah. He's uncomfortable with being a hero? Yep. Because if you think about it, he was a shield agent, so what he was doing wasn't anonymous usually. Wide. Yeah. Yeah, and so like that was like one of those really subtle moments for me. I thought it was handled well when they go to, to have for dinner. there's a Chinese restaurant. Yes, and the waiter comes over and is like, "It's on us." Yeah, like you, you're a hero. You saved us. Mm-hmm. And he's, and he's like, like, "No, I no 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 no, no. I'm yeah. not them."
0: Right. Yeah. No.
1: And they won't let him like have it. They're yeah. Like, no, you are a hero. Right. And um, I I like that. It, it's like showing this like duality. Yeah. Uh, to Clint's character, uh, in the wake of losing Shield and losing Natasha, he, and. Honestly, losing everybody else too because mm-hmm. who else does he have but it's banner right thor's
0: is... thor's got Thor, thor's with the guardians yeah so yeah it's just banner and there's la- the last thing he wants to do is talk to Banner.
1: i guess there's sure. also ant-man
0: yeah but he seems to have a real resentment of <laughs> he <just
1: don't... laughs> that
0: guy's not he's not he's not even there uh-uh but he was
1: <laughs>
0: because of time travel you don't know it
1: yeah so but yeah i i very much like what they're doing is a lot of little subtle things with his character. Um, But like I said, there's a consistency to his character. Yeah. The consistency to her character.
0: Kate. Yes. Yes.
1: Like she's brash and has the confidence of a person who comes from money. Yeah. But she's using it for good.
0: Uh, And she has the skills to back it up too. Yeah. the, The confidence helped, I'm sure to get her into like sword and bow competitions and whatnot, but also be great at them
1: right but also the private schools that she went to afforded her the opportunity for that oh naturally um i'm sure oh yeah uh nothing against anybody who is well off no honestly. like good on you but like there is a confidence that comes with that easily because you, you know don't even know that there's like this net beneath you yeah. um so i appreciate that mm-hmm. i think it fits yeah and i think her reactions to things fits yeah um i do like the fact that she's like in a way marvel's batman yeah, like Mar- Marvel super positive Batman. Right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, I think she's great. I do too. I'm looking forward to seeing her with her own Avengers.
1: I would like to see, like, Clint be in charge of that for a bit. Mm. Like, like almost like a Nick Fury.
0: Yeah, like, I saw. I stay
1: back at the base. You guys go do the thing.
0: I saw, uh, and then it's just Renner... him
1: having to deal with a whole bunch of young people. I would love to see, and that. he's like,
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah,
1: this is not where I saw my life going. Well, I saw what was
0: a Renner talk about? Uh, he knows about West Coast Avengers and uh, how Hawkeye was integrally involved with it. Oh, so does he? I, I would love to see Clint start the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, because like they're not going to call themselves the young Avengers, but they could call themselves the Avengers because like there is no Avengers yeah. and uh, it just it could just be on the West Coast mm-hmm. um, because being on the East Coast for the Avengers outside of Battle of New York was irrelevant. hmm. Because most of those movies take place someplace else. <laughs> Unless it's the end game fight. But even then, like, you know, whatever. Upstate New York is like another country. But uh, yeah, I like that. Mo- I, I like the show. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time.
1: Yeah, for sure. The only thing that I, I feel like we both independently noticed yeah which doesn't necessarily detract from my enjoyment of the show it just i don't understand it yeah um is that the editing feels a little choppy choppy like it needed another pass even though they had extra time
0: well they had extra time and like this is a very polished show made by committee it's odd that like crappy moments in editing got through
1: there's just some weird cuts where i'm like oh yeah oh okay Right, like, like
0: it's really, not like, like you couldn't just clean that, up? like, really. And it
1: really is just that. It's just you're. We're so used to seeing, um, editing done in a in a very specific way that, like, your eyes led yep. to look to where the next cut's gonna be. Is that when it doesn't happen and it's not done for a reason, it's like it's jarring.
0: Yeah, and it's not like there's a difference between like when you notice the editing, it's either done because of artistic reasons or because it's done badly. Like the, it's the only time you really notice editing. Mm-hmm and we noticed it in both episodes and it was like what yeah and it's not because there are some good moments where like like the entire oh, sequence yeah. where he did the larp and oh. like that's pretty well uh, the larp and... was
1: truly enjoyable um especially um knowing a couple of people who once did it yes um i i really enjoyed it yeah and seeing like i i appreciated that they didn't even though i've i've never done it um but i appreciate that they didn't uh
0: he didn't. They didn't make fun of them. them. Yeah, they did not
1: stereotype them. Like they went out of their way to be like, these are adults who are just looking to. be... Well, them. they
0: were also like, these are firefighters and policemen. Yeah. they're not like people who normally larp,
1: or who you would, automatically, or who you'd expect. Yeah, you're, you're, you know they're trying to show like another side to it. that like mm-hmm. anybody could do it. And I was like, I really appreciate that. Like going on that limb. Cause it's really easy to fall back on the joke. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Easily.
1: It's really easy to do that. Yeah, you could
0: big bang theory, all of the nerds in this show. That
1: right. was literally the name of the show. A colleague of mine and I were trying to come up with today. And I <laughs> could not come up with it. And neither could he. Yay. Um, He was like, I don't really care for it. I'm like, that's fair. Well, good. Not good. <laughs> um, yeah. but I, I, appreciated that quite a bit. I was like, good on you for doing it that way. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed. Um, was it grills yeah they um, call him grills that conversation yeah i know that's a significant change for that character just being a just yes a different but profession that's fine. and not I mean, like, being a different profession and not being a tenant yes um but what i liked was their conversation about him being like you know i'm never gonna get a chance to to be a hero like this and it's like you're a firefighter right like, yeah. but i guess in a world of thors of, of like world ending events that are like thwarted by like you know, like rich people in suits and gods, and you know, a guy who becomes a big green monster and a couple of like average joes. Like, maybe as a firefighter, you feel a little less important. Yeah, even if you are an everyday hero. Exactly. It, like you want to be the big hero. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was a, a fun and like again insightful conversation. I love clint's Like, okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine.
1: And also the fact that when they when they part ways. Yeah. He's like return this for me like to the quick very much you know shield training they're like make sure you return this. Training. i don't want to get charged for this yeah but then like, you can call me clint
0: right this is cool we're cool now
1: yeah yeah that was nice and i was like that's just like that's they're just doing something fun with him it's yeah. almost like you know how like bucky has to go to therapy yeah it's like this is part of his
0: life <laughs> this is part of I have,
1: I have to be more open and friendly
0: right because, hello
1: because i can't just rely on like natasha to be my friend
0: no yeah i
1: have to make new friends (laughs) right and i don't want them
0: or i i I can't (laughs) leave i can't go on a helicarrier and disappear right i have to integrate yeah yeah that's cool and now
1: he like has to be like a family man which i think he probably does want to be yeah but think about how he's probably never had the opportunity to just be that
0: no well he was like right before the snap but even then like
1: Mm -hmm. it was stolen from him
0: uh girk pectus says uh when i asked about just imagine i meant like classic stories that were like what if not related to stan lee like just imagine the wayne survived yeah that's a Uh... good way they own that brand they could use it uh storm king do you think that when the hulk snapped everyone back natasha came back to the place where she died on vormir will uh and now show up in guards the galaxy or maybe eternals too i don't think so i I think that they 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 shorthanded it by having hulk say i tried to bring her back and i i know in my heart i couldn't have um, I think that if they're going to do that, they're going to have like uh, a variant Natasha jump out of a portal or something. If they're going to do anything with her, mm. um, although I'm okay with that because I think like once you put this, st- you like the fact that
1: they if introduced- you trade
0: souls for so for stones. If you put the stone back, you get the soul back. I-, I think that's because there's no way that if you go to Vormir to get the soul stone that you're planning on returning it. The-
1: that's true. Well, I was going to say if if they went out of their way to introduce her little sister. Mm-hmm. That's kind of their way of being like, yeah,
0: no, they don't a whole movie to say goodbye to Natasha.
1: Unless they did. He did bring her back, but he brought her back someplace else. Yeah. And like, she's on somewhere else. And like, we're going to get like an old lady.
0: Ah. Natasha. Yeah, that'd be fine. And
1: then she can come back and be all like grizzled. and Right. You ain't seen what i seen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be oh, fun. So I got this Hulk baby. Oh, no. <laughs> Jam Colex If he's staying, uh, could you see Clint managing the near-inevitable Young Avengers, kind of like the MCU mashup of West Coast and maybe Avengers Academy, which we did address, and he did as well, by saying, ignore my previous question. <laughs> oh, no. You answered it right after I asked. Have some happy faces. Will do. Thank <laughs> well,
1: you Well, thank much. you so much. I'm glad we did answer it, though.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil's Advocate Productions, which examples of bad editing do you mean? I'm curious what stuck out to you, because I really didn't notice anything. Uh, there's a scene where uh, she's wearing the Ronin suit in the auction house and she's holding something and it gets shot and her head is facing one direction and then there's a cut and it's facing another direction and her hand moves to like hide the fact that they didn't actually shoot a thing out of her hand. It's something that's like, it's a trick they've been doing forever. And it's weird that in 2021, they couldn't make it look convincing.
1: Yeah. And for me, it was in episode two. It was the, the, like the jump cut from the warehouse into where we reveal echo to be yes there's just something awkward about the transition because someone's moving and they're not moving to where she's going to end up being and so like it just disorients you for a second yep. but not in a way that they're trying to do it on purpose like oh no whatever it just it was a little sloppy
0: yeah it's just a sloppy cut uh noah Koo says uh, hawkeye has been giving me what i've wanted since the beginning of phase four an original avenger deciding or dealing with the consequences of the infinity saga agreed yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like i feel like catfuck Winter Soldier is doing okay with that but uh, yeah yeah but this but is like, like here's
1: but he's like on his own and he's dealing with someone who wasn't necessarily involved with it yeah. and like it's funny because bucky isn't dealing with the fallout of what happened He's dealing with his, The loss of his, his friend. The loss of his friend and his own demons. Right. He's not dealing with the fact that they killed Thanos and he held a raccoon in the air and then yeah. spun around in a circle with him. No, he
0: doesn't think that's awesome for some reason. Whatever but, uh, reason,
1: he doesn't want to deal with that. Weird. That's not in his journal of things to address. Um mm-hmm. and then you have like uh Sam who was like blipped away, and he is dealing with that a little bit. A little bit. But yeah, I feel like this is definitely hitting more in terms of like This
0: is a sequel to Endgame. Like this is the continuation.
1: Yeah, because like his like like trauma is from not only losing his family, but then getting it back from that event, but then also losing Natasha. Yes, to that event.
0: Right. Exactly. So, He's more. He was there more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we uh, overall. I'm looking forward to episode three. You?
1: Yeah. No, I am. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the series. 100. Totally. Yeah. percent Like I said, like I really do enjoy their interactions. Um, and I like the character development for each of them, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they're both at, are at the end of it.
0: Agreed so uh listen uh let us know in the comments if you're watching this after the live show uh what you think of hawkeye and uh whether you're going to check out the echo show afterwards Uh, we haven't even seen echo outside of like one shot so i have no idea what to expect no idea but uh we want to thank everybody for subscribing for sponsoring today's episode for turning on the notifications and clicking the bell to get notified because when we go live it's going to tell you when we go live uh otherwise you'll never know but uh thank you so much for hanging out with us and we'll see you guys next time with a little new episode of off the rack in the meantime you can go to youtube.com slash compop and subscribe over there and catch back issues on wednesday oh, yeah. and
1: we didn't
0: talk about pizza dog oh yeah pizza dog yay he's great uh he's not in it to the full effect and he didn't get nearly as much of a traumatic like you know sequence mm-hmm. but we're getting shades of that and i get it like
1: yeah he's fine. also adorable
0: also like don't feed your dog pizza it's very bad for
1: yeah you. don't don't th- 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 this is different yeah it's funny when it's in a comic it's not a problem. Yeah. When you see it real, I'm like, it's like, oh no. Even if it's not really happening. It's not good know. for him. It's just I yeah, yeah. don't do it. No,
0: it's true. Don't. It's true. It's
1: you know. And yeah. also Clint does have a hearing and I like that a lot. That was really I cool. love that. That's
0: the sequence they showed you. Yeah. Did. Like, how did you lose your hearing? He's like, ah, pff, could be any number of things. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. It's great. It's all of them. Yeah. Uh but also go to twitch.tv slash compop and watch Tiffany play video games Tuesdays and Wednesdays every week. But not uh, tomorrow. But not
1: tomorrow. <laughs> but I'll right. be there on Wednesday.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So long everybody, thanks a lot for watching.
1: Bye.